What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Zay Zone, another episode of NFL Weekly Picks. Every single week, I make weekly picks and predictions for all NFL games. Getting into some reactions soon. Going to be making some college football picks, NBA picks. It's going to be a great time. Now we got week six of the NFL picking every single game. But just real quick, we're going to recap week five's picks. Last week was not good for me. Let's be honest. Five and nine record, but my locks did go two and one. Lock being Colts plus two and a half. They won outright. Chiefs minus three and a half. They won outright. Vegas did not do me dirty there. The line was three and a half. I called them out on it and the Chiefs won by seven. So it's actually pretty easy. Then my last lock of the day was Ravens money line. They're so unserious. I don't know how much longer I can pick the Ravens. But anyways, yeah, we went five and nine. One funny thing, if you listen to last week's podcast episode, the Dolphins. Dolphins were minus 12 versus the Giants, and I called that they would win by 15 points. If you go back and listen to that, pretty funny. I like it. But yeah, five and nine. Packers did us dirty on Monday night. Uh, Jordan Love had three interceptions. Terrible. Niners didn't surprise me. Cowboys always fold versus good opponents. It is what it is. They can be as talented as anyone in the league, and they just aren't good at facing adversity. If a team steps across from them and punches them in the mouth, they don't know how to respond. You saw that on Sunday night. The Bengals decide to go crazy the moment that I pick the Cardinals. The moment that I go against the Bengals, Joe Burrow looks completely fine. Jamar Chase has three touchdowns, and they easily win. Also, the Eagles. The Eagles looked really good. I picked the Rams plus four. Eagles looked great. I cannot believe I picked the Patriots. I will never, ever pick the Patriots again. I did think Mac Jones was going to be benched for the whole game. I did not expect him to start. But regardless, that offense is a dumpster fire. They lost 34-0 to the Saints. And then let's give credit to the Lions, man. The Lions are rolling. They played the worst team in the NFL. Panthers won 42-24. But they are just rolling. They're cooking. And then also, I did pick the Bills, but I thought the Bills were at home. I did not realize that was a London game. So that's on me. I picked the Bills. They did not come to play at all. And the Jags got the best of them there. Also, I'm glad I'm wrong about the Falcons. The Falcons really showed some heart, showed some grit. The Texans are better than people are giving them credit for. They've been on a roll lately. CJ Stroud was still out there doing his thing, but the Falcons found a way to win at the last second. I did pick the Texans, but that was a great game. All right, that's enough of week five. Let's move on to week six. We got a ton of great matchups here and also a couple of questionable primetime games. Like, let's be serious. Thursday night, we got the Broncos traveling to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by 10 and a half. This is a good divisional rivalry. The NFL probably expected the Broncos to bounce back now that they got Sean Payton at head coach and Russell Wilson's settled in. But the Broncos are actually the exact opposite of what they were last year. Last year, their defense was top notch and they could not move the ball for anything. All their games were low scoring, tons of punts. But this year, it's the exact opposite. Their defense is terrible. But their offense is actually doing pretty good. Russell Wilson is in there, has great stats up to this point. Their defense just cannot get stops. They are 1-4. Last week they lost to the Jets, gave up 31 points to the Jets, which is crazy considering the fact that Zach Wilson had zero touchdowns and one interception. So they gave up 31 points in other areas. And then the Chiefs. The Chiefs went into Minnesota and got the win. Pretty sloppy. Travis Kelsey did get injured, but came back, scored a touchdown, got the win there. Chiefs are 4-1. The Chiefs are the type of team that when they play weak opponents, they really try new things, it seems like. And it seems like they're not putting in the most effort as much as they would if they were playing a top contender. 
And here's an interesting fact. Since the Chiefs have been on this dynasty run the last four seasons, the Chiefs have always lost a game to a bad divisional opponent every season in the month of October, at least one. Now, I do not expect them to lose this game, but I do expect them to lose to a bad opponent on the road in the week of October. Let's look for it. It's happened every year for the past four years. But the Chiefs are minus 10 and a half. That Broncos defense is terrible. So Patrick Mahomes is going to have his way. I expect Russell Wilson to get his. It's going to be a little bit higher scoring of a game. So I am going to pick the Chiefs to cover the 10 and a half. There's no way I'm picking the Broncos with what I've been seeing from their defense lately. And it's just sad because I see a lot of national media giving crap to Russell Wilson when he's actually been phenomenal. He has pretty good stats this season. All right, moving on to the Sunday slate. This is an interesting matchup. Both of these teams are... Up and coming, young, finding their way. We got the Commanders visiting the Falcons. Two and three Commanders, three and two Falcons. The Falcons are favored by two and a half. Just a side note, Desmond Ritter is undefeated in all college home games and all NFL home games to this point. Still undefeated. Never lost at home. The Falcons are two and a half favorites. The Commanders, I don't know what happened to them on Thursday night last week because the Commanders have been looking solid for the most part this season. But the Bears really turned it up. I know exactly what happened to him, actually. DJ Moore happened to them. They could not stop him. And Justin Fields was actually making great reads. So I think the Commanders are going to look to come back, and they have a chip on their shoulder. They're going to be on the road, going up against a good Falcons defense. The Falcons have a ton of young weapons, and they're, they're starting to find their way. Desmond Ritter did throw for 329 yards last Sunday, one touchdown. He was really feeling it. And then the split running back monster of Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, not too good, but they both did their part. 14 carries for Bijan, 17 carries for Tyler. And then let's just let's give some credit to Kyle Pitts. Seven catches for 87 yards. He looked phenomenal last Sunday. The ball got shared. It definitely got shared. Drake London, six catches. Johnny Smith, six catches. Matt Collins, two catches. B. John Robinson, two catches and a touchdown as well. So the Falcons are looking to keep their momentum going, especially at home. Desmond Ritter starting to feel himself now. I expect him to come out and uh, have some confidence. So I am going to take the Falcons to keep rolling at home. And they're going to cover that two and a half. This next game is very interesting, and I, I don't think it's getting enough hype as it should. We got the Colts, 3-2, and two, going to the Jaguars, who are also 3-2. and two. The Jaguars are coming home from a two-week trip in London. Two straight weeks in London. They're back home. Jaguars are favored by four. Colts got Jonathan Taylor back. Zach Moss is going absolutely berserk at running back, so it's going to be interesting to see how they split those reps. Also, Anthony Richardson did get injured. He's out for about four weeks, four to six weeks, it looks like. But luckily, Gardner Minshew is that guy. He he has stepped up both times that Anthony Richardson got injured, and we're able to pull out wins both games that he came in. So with this game, this is a big game. This is big time. Both of these teams are tied for the division lead right now in week six, and I expect the winner to be one of these teams for sure. The Titans aren't going anywhere. Houston's, uh, they're young, but they're not going anywhere. I'm going to take the Colts on the road. Gardner Minshew has really shown me enough. So I am going to take the Colts to cover that four points. They're underdogs by four points. They're going to cover that. They're either going to lose a tight game. All Colts games are tight. All of them. Go back and look at the last five weeks. So they should be able to cover four. Next game, we got the Ravens versus the Titans. And I wish I could skip this game. Not, not the fact that it's in London. That's another toss-up. When these teams travel overseas... They just don't look the same most of the time. Most of the games that I'm seeing overseas, they don't look the same because they're on a different routine schedule. But besides that, the Ravens, man, they played down to their opponent. Let's be honest. This team is so talented, but when they played down to the Colts, they played down to the Steelers. 
I just don't know what's going on. They take so many risks and they give the game away. They gave the game away to the Steelers. No other way around it. But the Titans are also in that boat too. You never know what you're going to get. All their games, they are low scoring. The Titans last week lost to the Colts. They only scored 16 points. I expect the Titans to never score over 20 points, basically, every game. Baltimore's favored by four on the road. This game could be a toss-up. I'm not going to lie. I have to take the more talented team, the Ravens, regardless of how bad they looked. Their receivers could not catch a single pass right off of their hands. There's only a couple games where I noticed the receivers lost the game 100%. Last game, the Ravens versus the Steelers. The first game of the season, the Chiefs receivers lost in the game versus the Lions. And then also that Super Bowl, the Chiefs versus uh, the Buccaneers, receivers were nowhere to be found. So I expect the Ravens to be able to catch at least a few passes because they didn't catch any last week. So I am going to take the Ravens to cover four. If they disappoint, could be real sad as I keep picking the Ravens. <laughs> All right, next game. We got the Vikings versus the Bears. Both of these teams are one and four. Vikings on the road are favored by three. Bears looked good. Bears were actually able to move the ball well last week. They scored 40 points on the road. Vikings lost a close matchup. What well, seems like it was close, not really close. They lost a close matchup to the Chiefs last week. Tons of trade rumors for Kirk Cousins. That can't be good for chemistry reasons and just overall motivation to go out and win games. Justin Fields is probably feeling himself right now. He had a great game last week. And they're going to try to keep it rolling. They see the opportunity versus a pretty mediocre Vikings team. And I think the Bears are going to try to get some momentum going. So I am going to take the Bears to cover three points. They are home dog by three points. They're going to cover that. This next game. Ooh, I love it. We got the Seahawks going to the Bengals. Seahawks are 3-1. and one. Bengals are 2-3. and three. The Bengals looked good last week. Beat the Cardinals. Joe Burrow looked pretty good. Not back to full strength, but he looked pretty good. Jamar Chase was just going crazy. Cardinals had no one to match up with him. But this Seahawks team has a great defense. Witherspoon is an elite cornerback. And he's already been talking this week about stopping Jamar Chase. I love to hear that. I love seeing that. And this Seahawks team is really flying under the radar. In my opinion, they're probably the fourth best team in the NFC so far. You got the Niners, Eagles, Lions. And then next, I'd put the Seahawks. Seahawks have been looking really good. Not getting a lot of credit. Bengals are favored by two and a half at home. This is the week for the Bengals to prove me wrong. Because I'm picking the Seahawks outright. The Seahawks are going to go into Cincinnati and whoop them. That's my prediction. That's what I think. They don't need the two and a half. They're going to win outright. Next game, you got the 49ers 5-0 versus the Browns 2-2. Two two. Niners are favored by 8.5. This is sad to see because Deshaun Watson did not practice today, Thursday. Looks like he's not going to play. And the Browns are trash with DTR. We saw it two weeks ago before their bye week. They got blown out by the Ravens 28-3. Deshaun Watson, something's going on with him because he's not been talking to media. He's been skipping media day after practices, not participating in practice. I don't know if it's something serious or if he has something else going on with the organization. But anyways, I can't pick this Browns team to cover eight and a half versus the Niners without Deshaun Watson. No way. So I am going to pick the Niners minus eight and a half. I do think this Browns team defensively will be able to give Brock Purdy some trouble. But at the end of the day, the Browns aren't going to be able to move the ball with no Nick Chubb, no Deshaun Watson. It's going to be tough. So I am going to take the Niners minus eight and a half on the road. It's crazy because I wanted to see the Browns at full strength because I do think the Browns at full strength. If they had Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson, I do think the Browns are a top three, top four team in the AFC. And I would have picked them. I would have picked them versus this Niners team, but I just can't, obviously, with those injuries. Next game, man, this could be a slaughter. We got the 0-5 Panthers going to the 4-1 Dolphins. 
Dolphins are favored by 13 and a half. And Vegas can't put this line high enough. I saw, I said this last week. The Dolphins played the Giants last week. They were favored by 12. And they easily covered that. Easily. It wasn't a challenge. This Dolphins team has the best offense in the NFL. And this Panthers team knows their season is over with already. Bryce Young needs a lot of development. The Panthers also have no weapons. And their defense is so-so. Not too bad, but they just get put in bad situations. This Panthers team has a lot to think about moving forward. But I honestly don't think they can put this Dolphins line high enough. I am going to pick the Dolphins to cover that 13 and a half. They're so explosive. They are missing A-chain, but Mostert's just as good. This guy's phenomenal. Tua's going to sling the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. It's going to be a bloodbath. Next game, we got the Saints visiting the Houston Texans. Saints are 3-2. and two. Texans are 2-3. and three. This is going to be a good game. You got two teams that are in the middle of the pack right now. One AFC, one NFC. This is a pretty interesting matchup. You don't see the Saints play the Texans often. The Saints are favored on the road by 1.5. Texans are looking to bounce back. C.J. Stroud played a phenomenal game versus the Falcons. Their offense actually did look good versus the Falcons. Really good defense. They're coming home. They want to get this win. The Saints are coming off of a, basically a bye week because they beat the Patriots 34-0. They looked really good. But it's hard to really judge that because this Patriots team is just too bad. This is interesting because the Saints have been surprising me this season. Texans are young. They're going to want to come back and uh, get a win here at home. This very young Texans team. They, have, they play the most rookie minutes out of the entire NFL. But this Saints team really sees their opportunity to win the NFC South. The NFC South is tight. It's really tight, especially the up-and-coming Buccaneers and the Falcons. So I expect the Saints to really dig deep here. This is a really tough one for me, too. This is a toss-up game for me. So I am going to go ahead. You know what? I think the Texans are going to bounce back at home. The Saints could prove me wrong again. So we'll see. Texans plus one and a half at home. This next game. Patriots 1-4 at the Raiders 2-3. Raiders are favored by 2.5. It's crazy because this game last year was the craziest finish in the NFL history. Tied ball game. Patriots had the ball, and they tried to lateral the ball with no time left. And Chandler Jones ended up picking it off and taking it in for a touchdown. So that was ridiculous. It was insane. So with that being said, this game... I, I can't pick the Patriots. No way. After the last two weeks, what we've been seeing, they are struggling big time. They have basically no weapons, no quarterback to throw them the ball. It's just sad to watch, honestly. I'm taking the Raiders, minus two and a half. Don't need to say much more about that game. 425, we got the Cardinals, one and four, going against the Rams, two and three. Nice little division rivalry here, Cardinals-Rams. Rams are favored by seven points. I can see why, because the Cardinals have been struggling lately after their first couple weeks they were pretty competitive but this rams team also was disappointing versus the eagles the eagles really squeezed them the eagles won 23 to 14 the cardinals could not stop the Bengals. they lost 34 to 20 both of these teams are trying to bounce back both of these teams aren't going anywhere honestly but with the line at seven for the rams can the Cardinals cover that? Yes. But I think at this point in the season, the Cardinals realize that they're not going anywhere. They're one and four. So I just don't expect them to be competitive much more this season. So I am going to take the Rams to cover seven points at home. They have Cooper cut back. They have Puka. Matt Stafford's doing fine. They should be able to cover that seven at home. Next game, we got the Eagles versus the Jets. This game was supposed to be big time if the Jets had Aaron Rodgers. 
no longer the case. Eagles are 5-0. and Jets are 2-3. and Eagles are favored by 7 on the road. Now, the Jets have been able to score the ball pretty well recently the last two weeks. They scored well versus the Chiefs. They scored well versus the Broncos last week. They won their game 31-21. The Eagles, like I said, were able to squeeze the Rams. Pretty easy victory. They won that game 23-14. I just don't expect non-contending teams to knock this Eagles team off. Now, at some point, the Eagles are going to lose. Same as the Niners. No one's going undefeated anymore in the NFL. It is what it is. Someone's going to have a bad game at some point. But I don't expect the Eagles to have a bad game this weekend. So I am going to pick the Eagles to cover seven points on the road. Next game. I love this matchup right here. This is a great one. We have the Lions, 4-1. and one, Probably top two team in the NFC. It's the Eagles, then the Lions. It would be Niners, Eagles, then the Lions. This Lions team is really good. But they're playing another up-and-coming team that has been very impressive and is not getting a lot of credit. I don't hear a lot of noise about this team at all so far this season. The Buccaneers are 3-1. and one. Lions versus Buccaneers, that is a great matchup. I cannot wait for that one. Detroit on the road is favored by three points. Baker Mayfield has been playing phenomenal. They are coming off a of bye, so they got a little bit more rest. Lions are coming off an of easy win versus the Panthers. They won that game 42-24. This Lions team really has it all. All position groups are solid for this Lions team. And you have a veteran quarterback. And you have a great coach. So it's going to be very difficult to beat this Lions team. They have, honestly, David Montgomery, most underrated running back in the NFL. He's the type of running back that gets 18 to 24 carries a game. And he's just pounding you, pounding you, pounding you. And by the second half, you don't want to take those hits anymore. He has a high motor, and he's really running hard this season. And then also you got the Buccaneers. Their offense has been clicking as well. They got great weapons. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Baker's looking good. Rashad White looking good. This is going to be a really great game. But I am going to pick the Lions to cover three on the road. I really think this Lions team is special this year. We're going to see what they can do. We're going to see if this Lions team can compete with the Niners and the Eagles. That's going to be really exciting. I am going to pick the Lions, minus three, on the road. This next game, man, please, 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 someone, can someone explain why the Giants have so many primetime games? What in the offseason showed that the Giants should get this many primetime games? These guys have played at night three of the five weeks. Let me make sure that's right. This is ridiculous. We got the one and four Giants going to the three and two Bills. And the Bills are favored by 14 and a half. Why is this Sunday night football? Who thought the Giants would be good? I don't know. They looked good last season. I get it. I, I did not expect the Giants to be able to keep up with what they did last season. So I don't understand it, but it is what it is. This is the Sunday night game, and it's possible Daniel Jones isn't going to play. He got injured. Daniel Jones injured his neck. So there's a chance that the Giants are going to be without Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And if that's the case, this Bills team might win by 40. <laughs> oh, man. They put the line high to dare you to take the Giants, but I'm not doing it. I'm taking the Bills minus 14 and a half. That is high. That's a lot of points in the NFL. But this Bills team should easily be able to roll over these Giants. This Giants team is so unserious. All right, Monday night game. Cowboys are looking to bounce back. They're 3-2, and two, going on the road to the Chargers, who are 2-2. Two and two. Cowboys are favored by two points. I would expect the Cowboys to have just as many fans as the Chargers at this game. Cowboys have been more established. They have way more fans around the nation. We shall see. But Chargers are coming off of a bye week. They're rested. They're going to look to knock off the Cowboys again. But I just think the Cowboys have got so embarrassed last week that they really want to bounce back. So I'm going to take the Cowboys to win by two on the road. That's the whole slate. Let's talk about some locks. Number one, right away, Seahawks 
to cover two and a half on the road at Bengals. I'm locking that in. Seahawks are not losing by three points or more. My next lock is going to be Lions money line. Now, three points is going to be tough, but I'm definitely locking in Lions money line. That final lock is going to be the Falcons money line at home. They're minus two and a half. The lock is going to be money line. So to recap, the locks are Seahawks to cover two and a half, Lions money line, Falcons money line. And that's going to do it for this week. Let's have a great week, y'all. Week six, NFL picks. You heard it here. Hope you guys are staying safe out there, man. I'm so excited about this season. I love making these picks. I love coming out here and talking with you guys. Hope you guys enjoy your week and stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace.